The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. They said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again greatly disturbed came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So I learned, learned something new this week. I don't know when it got changed, but I didn't get the memo. of um, The lectionary now has three different readings for All Saints Sunday. There you go. So um, usually it just was the Beatitudes, either in Matthew or Luke, you got to pick. And now there's been a shift with the readings um, today, which really reflect sort of this, this transition we've made in All Saints Day that really is almost like uh, a celebration of saints who have, have died only and, and not all saints living and, and dead. Who, who are here. We, once upon a time, we had All Saints Day and then All Souls Day. Um, we still have All Saints Day and All Souls Day. We just don't celebrate those, in fact. And then we push All Saints Day even to the Sunday that's sort of closest. So um, I say that all just to, to sort of today to, to remind us, and one of the reasons that we're having baptismal covenant, to remind us that we are saints. Right? This is... This is our day. Um, for, for most of us here, um, we're not going to get stained glass windows or our own feast day um, for people to, to celebrate and remember us. For most of us, we're just saints chosen by God to embark on this journey of, of Christian life. Um, and that's a big deal, right? This is, this is a big deal in and of itself. And we remember those people who encourage us in our faith. We remember those Sunday school teachers 
that we had that, that encouraged us. We remember our parents, our grandparents. So we do indeed remember those who have gone on before, who've lived in ages past, who've, who've encouraged us in our faith. But we also remember those who still may be sitting next to us, who encourage us when we're having a bad day, maybe, or, or just reflect that goodness and grace of God. I know I have had many people like that in my life. I had a deacon who was just the epitome of being a deacon in our parish. She always was so nice and thoughtful and hardly ever had a bad word to say about anybody. It was very discouraging at times when you wanted to be angry at somebody. And she just was so forgiving and gracious and reflected Jesus in everything that she did. These are the saints that, that walk before us. And we've been talking in Hebrews, and uh, even, even last week, uh, really, really talking uh, about the enduring, the race that's set before us. And our, our stewardship um, theme really is to be, to be talking about running the race of endurance of the course that's set before us. But we've shifted the language of, a little bit to, to sort of reflect the play on words. Um, we skipped over Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11 is, is sort of the um, ESPN highlight version of the saints that have gone before, right? They're the, they are the saints by faith and all by faith over and over and over again, starting with, with Abel and leading through Noah and Abraham and Isaac and, David and Rahab and Moses and again and again and again, by faith, these people have done this. By faith, and um, it ends with these were commended for their faith, yet none had received what had been promised. God planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Therefore, we who are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses throw everything off that hinders us and let's run with endurance the race that is set before us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, who for our joy endured the cross, scorned its shame. Consider him who endured scorn and hatred from sinful men so that you won't grow weary and lose heart. And so you see this play on word a little bit about endurance. We're called to run with endurance, looking at the one who endured the cross and the shame for the sin of the world. Set your eyes upon Jesus who endured hardship and strife And press on with endurance. And so, as we talked about a little bit last week, and we're going to talk about again, going back to going back to the last part. God is playing something better for us, so that together we might be made perfect. Um, too often, when we think about running with endurance in the race that is set before us, we think about winning and losing. We think about victors. 
We think about trophies, celebrations. Our whole culture is is leading up as the as the college football rankings get put out, and I'm sure there's been no conversation about Georgia being number one amongst any of you recently, um, right? But this is like a big thing, and. Our whole culture is is who can be number one. And so as we gather today and we, we set our course um, at St. Matthias this, this season, um, I pray that we might try to seek to endure this race together. Not so much to run. We've been running. As we talked about last week, we've been running. Many of us are tired of running, but many of us are ready for a nap, um, or at the very least, we could just walk a little bit, right? But more importantly, is is that we're on this course together. When I when I do when I do races, um, the, you, you usually get a little GPS file, and if you make a wrong turn, it yells at you and says you're off course. Sometimes it says you're off course, even when you're still on the course and it sends you into fright. And then it goes, oh, found the course. But in, in any case, you're off course. And some of, our, some of our, our job right now isn't so much to worry about how fast we're going. It's just to stay on the course that Christ has set before us. And as importantly for those who may be made a wrong turn to say, hey, the course is over here. Otherwise, they end up doing all sorts of extra miles and that's no fun, right? It's hard to really wrap our head around how amazing this passage is to begin with. This passage of laying out all the, the heroes of the Old Testament and then you getting put right there. I mean, can you sort of imagine your whole life in, in sort of the Jewish world, your whole life has been raised up with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Moses, all the prophets who've gone before, held up as heroes. You've heard about them forever. And now, and you, Joe, are one of them. Right, I mean, this is pretty amazing. And this is what, what this passage says to us. And you, not because you're so incredible or so smart or so rich or so beautiful. You, because God has chosen you. The end. You, because Jesus endured the cross and shame for you. You, because by faith you walked this course. And so you too are a saint. Like Moses, like David, like Abraham, you too come before us. Sort of be like in, you know, for us as, as, as kids sitting in school who have to learn about American history all the time, you're like, there's George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and, and, and you, and me, you know, I mean, this is the same type of thing, right?
So here we are on this All Saints Day in a, in a minute we're going to going to take renew our, our covenant promises, renew our, our covenant pledge, the creed of who God is and Jesus is and the Holy Spirit is in our lives, and then how we respond to living that out. And our our stewardship, as I said, this, this year you'll there'll be a letter, but it is to endure the race that's set before us. Us. Not just you, but us. How do we together encourage people to come along and and in fact, although although stewardship always includes that financial aspect, the first question really is because of the ways that God has blessed me, moved me, inspired me, and for the abundance of riches that God has bestowed upon me, I will look to Jesus who endured all things for us and pledged to endure the race set before us at St. Matthias in 2022 through fill in the blank through coming through making a phone call to somebody through praying for somebody through helping get first Sunday lunch back going and the breakfasts up and coffee hour made and Sunday school going and the Christmas pageant, however it is through something because we who are saints at St. Matthias, enduring together to, to continue on this course, as much as we, we need financial commitment and obligations and pledges, we need you to be present, committed, to be on the course, encouraging and loving and walking side by side one another. Perhaps even more. And so, I, as I said, the, the letters will be going out this week soon. And I, and I encourage you to, to, to bring those back, pray about those, bring those back. Think of those ways that, that God can, can use you can bless you and how you'd like to respond. Because I do pray, as I said before, that by the first Sunday of Advent that we can get things things back up and going. Um, that's only three weeks from now. Uh, it'll be slow going. It'll it won't be without about bumps and it'll be it'll be way more like a um, like an off off uh, like those courses where people run over mountains instead of just the nice little 5Ks around a track, right? It's not going to be smooth. It's going to be hilly bumpy. Um, but it's been hilly bumpy, so that should be okay. We should be used to that. And I pray that, again, I've, I've been so blessed to be, to be part of this, this parish and this community and to see the way in which you love and care and and are here for one another and i pray that that path and that course continues to to move on um this year coming up so with that um we're gonna we're going to um move on please stand for and renew our our baptismal covenant
Thanks. I need my prayer book, actually. Do you believe in God, the Father? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, and the breaking of bread and the prayers? Will you persevere in resisting evil? And whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. We proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ. We seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbors yourself. We strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. Let's now pray for ourselves who have renewed our commitment to Christ. Lord, hear our prayer. Open our hearts to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill us with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep us in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach us to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation, through which you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it, we are buried with Christ in his death. By it, we share in his resurrection. Through it, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who here are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be all honor and glory, 
now and forever. Amen. As a sign of our own um, baptismal covenant, I sprinkle you this holy water using the um, prayer and responses in there. I saw water proceeding out of the temple from the right side thereof. I saw water proceeding out of the temple from the right side thereof. I saw water proceeding out of the temple from the right side thereof. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit, you have bestowed upon us, your servants, forgiveness of sins and have raised us to the new life of grace. Sustain us, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give us inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to love, to will and to persevere, the spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. Oh my God, that's your river of life. I got I stopped listening to you. I actually.